Smoking mirrors, you know what's up. Uh, uh, uh. It's smoking mirrors, rolling a cut. It's smoking mirrors, you know what's up. Yeah. It's smoking mirrors, rolling a cut. It's smoking mirrors, you know what's up. Uh, uh, uh. It's smoking mirrors. You know you hear us. Listen, smoking mirrors be the station. Them boys uncut raw, no hesitation. Just tune in, the vibes are so amazing. It's all real talk here, that's worth the chasing. Shout out to Jay Lee, them boys on a mission. Gunning for the number one spot, pay attention. Knocking out the competition, Sonny listen. And Detroit serving game like a piston. Uh, shot clock, jump shot, all net, what a feeling. The squad set it all for the ride in the building. Syndicates to bed, this ain't suited for the children. And talk is cheap when they speak, you see millions. Turn it up one time, if you learn to smoke, then pull it up online. It's right there. Look in the mirror, first glance, it's quite clear. That B more got them scared like a nightmare. They blow a smoke through any city, take a flight there. And guarantee the ring bells like a bike there. Then Debo the whole set, they don't fight fair. Cause smoking mirrors gaining buzz like a light, yeah. You know? You know? a cut, smoking mirrors, you know what's up? Uh 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 smoking mirrors, rolling a cut, smoking mirrors, you know what's up, yeah. Yeah, smoking mirrors, rolling a cut, smoking mirrors, you know what's up. Uh, 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 it's smoking mirrors. You know you hear us. Yo, what it do? What's good, what's good, my people? What up? Um, welcome to another episode of Smoking Mirrors Uncut Live. We got our, our usual co-host. Uh, B more, you. We got Detroit, Choo-choo. and we got one of our special guests. He's an avid listener, an avid questioner. Uh, we're gonna call him Go To. Yeah. What's up? What's up? <laughs> now, is that what you want us to call you, or, or, or yeah, that's, yeah that's, that's that's my art name. That's my signature on everything I do. Go To. So okay, okay. okay. All right. So, so, so you are artist. Yeah, you know. Yeah. How keep, long you, how long keep you been the bills I've been doing it for about well, professionally, you know, degree certified for eleven years. But um, I've been doing art stuff for years, man. I, I did my school's uh, high school mascot and everything, man. They gave really? me 50, yeah, they gave me fifty dollars for that joint and made thousands of dollars on it. So really, yeah, they got it on the ambulance where I grew up at. They got the logo on the ambulance and everything. That's crazy. That's what's up. Yeah. Well, it's what's up, but at the same time, I wish I knew about licensing. And I was about to say, yeah, yeah, hell yeah, man. But how old was you when you did that, though? Seventeen. Yeah. You know what I mean? You wasn't. It's all right. Yeah. Wow. They got me. You learn. Yeah, live and learn. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, that'd been a good come up too, man. It would have been, man. But you know what I'm going to do? You know I'm going to uh, redesign it. You know, because now that I got the skills to pay the bills, redesign it and sell it. Uh, cause the, the principal reached out to me. He said he didn't like the deal that they gave me. So he said that, you know, if I can come up with some new stuff or whatever, they're going to give me a good check this time. So I like it. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Make that dough. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yo, Troy. What up, though? Drew Brees apologized. Oh, man. This guy, yo. He just can't help himself, huh? He yo. did. He apologized. He just can't help himself. He did it, what, three times? Okay, he did. How, how do you feel about the apology? All right, so, so the first apology, this is what I'm going to say. 
I know all these dudes got publicists, right? Mm-hmm. Especially the guys that make a lot of money who are kind of the face of the NFL. I know they got publicists. His first apology, did you see it? No. He put it on Instagram and it was a <laughs> it was a white hand and a black hand oh, yeah, holding yeah. hands together. Bro. With a with a with a with a blue sky. Bro, Bro your publicist thought that was really a good idea to do that. There's no way your publicist is like, yo, that's a great idea. Just mm. take that picture, put it on Instagram, and make an apology. Come on, dude. Come on, Drew. So I know he got he got some he got some flack for that apology. You know what I mean? Okay. Because that didn't seem genuine. Mm-hmm. That seemed like some publicist here. Yep. Put this out real quick. Yep. Come on, bro. What he should have is a black publicist to say, yo, that wasn't the right move. Like, you can't put that up there right now. That's not a good look. So, so did you see when um, Shannon Sharp talked about it? I knew he was going to say yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, I did see it. Now, how do you feel about what Shannon Sharp said? Like, I was, uh, he, he's right on line with all my thoughts. Okay. So, right on line. Because Shannon Sharp kind of accepted, I guess, his last apology or whatever. Yeah. And he kind of understood. Yeah, because the thing was, after after that debacle that he put on Instagram, bro, it became it became more genuine. You know what I'm saying? He was like, "All right, let me, <laughs> let me put it up my face on this camera. You can see it in my eyes now." You know what I mean? So, hey, where's the? <laughs> 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 you know what? I'm done with my cousin. Uh, <laughs> my cousin is crazy. All of them. Oh uh, <laughs> man. So so after that first initial apology, I thought it became more genuine. Because mm-hmm. after he spoke to his, his teammates, mm-hmm. I'm sure he spoke to some leaders around the around his uh his his environment. Right. And he told him like, "This is what's going on," you know what I mean? And hey. and, I, and I'm like, I'm 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 just like what Shannon Sharp was saying. Shannon Sharp was basically saying, "Look, if it came from any other quarterback, any other white quarterback." Mm-hmm. He was he'd expect that white quarterback to say what Drew said initially about guys kneeling for the flag. Because it was Drew Brees, it hurt a little bit. Right. Because right. you're in New Orleans, you helped out in Katrina Relief. You helped his track record. Yeah, your track record is long with the black community. Mm. So you should already know the struggle of the black community, especially living down south where you're at. And for him to bring that kneeling thing back up was extremely hurtful. You know what I mean? So right, right, right. Him coming <laughs> right now with these guys. Killing you right now. <laughs> him coming back with I'm that. Yeah. <laughs> him coming back with that second and third apology. I think I can accept it because he lives in his bubble and he really doesn't know it. He he didn't know any better. Right. You know what right. I mean? He just lived in his million dollar bubble. He I think he just didn't know any better. But now I think he gets it now. He gets it. That's kind of what I was saying before on the last one. Like, yo, know, so, sometimes I try not to. Uh, they mess with I try you. not to. Killing you. Killing you I right try now. not to go so deep on certain people because I know they don't understand. You don't yeah. get it. Right, yeah. right. You don't get it. I disagree yeah. with you, but I know you don't get it because you don't see you haven't felt it. Yeah. But. I'll go even further, Troy, to what you were saying and say, I ain't really digging none of the apologies. What I'm really digging, actually, is him reaching out to those people by himself outside yeah. of media 
and saying, yo, what can I do? That's yeah. what I feel. You know why, though? Because he got drugged through the mud. You know what I mean? Yeah. Once he said it, <laughs> he got drugged through the mud so badly that he had to, he had to figure it out. Right. So. No but don't y'all think that he was just trying to save his paper as opposed to you know being having a genuine apology? Because I feel like I don't you, think he, I don't think he's trying to save his paper. So. I think yeah. he was just trying to save his relationship with his teammates and the people within the Nolans community. Yeah. Um, I think he was trying to because Trump came back and was like, "Yo, like, nah, no kneeling." <laughs> now Trump come back, came back and said, "Nah, no kneeling." And you know, what Drew said, "Nah, like." It's more than just it's not about the flag, you know what I mean? So yeah. he popped back at Trump. Yeah. And Drew is a he's a starch Republican. He's a he's a he's Christian like a mug. So for him to go back at Trump like that, that's the first time I've seen um. a white male athlete pop back at him. It didn't care about his money. You know what I mean? That's just me personally. Yeah. I just, I just feel like you know, for him to be in New Orleans, uh, surrounded by, you know, all the black teammates, you know, with the understanding of what Colin Kaepernick and other NFL players was doing, like to see all that and to see, I mean, cause they've been beating us with it in the media forever. True. And I think, you know, for all that to still be like, I don't understand. I don't get it. Like, I just don't feel like, it was genuine until it started to bite him in the ass. You know what I mean? Like once it started to bite him and he saw that the wave wasn't going in his favor, he was drowning more so than surfing. I think that's when he was like, look, I need to re up, you know, readjust. Let me call my black friend, Shannon. Hey, Shannon, man, look, you know, can you help me out brother? You know, and Shannon, because, you know, I guess, and I think that, you know, Shannon can give him kind of a saving grace because he knows him. And knows that he's a decent dude or whatever, but I definitely think, you well, know, he, he actually said he didn't really know him like that. Well, yeah, that's true. Too. He said he didn't know him. He said mm-hmm. that was like he didn't even have his number. He had to actually have somebody. Yeah, yeah that's true. Well, well, what happened was somebody, in, yeah, somebody in Drew Brees' camp reached out to Shannon. Yeah, and, heard, and then yeah. Shannon replied to it. It was like, all right, yeah, we get together. We we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. We we'll talk about how you really feel. But yeah. Shannon, like, what Shannon knows his character. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah that's yeah. And like like B Moore said, his track record within that community, especially when, when Katrina hit, his track record is is good. You know what I'm saying? He he's donated so much money and put so much resource into that community. You wouldn't thought he would still feel that way about people kneeling. You know what I'm saying? So. Especially being a Christian, like not not understanding that. But I, I'll speak to what GoTo was saying as well. Like Sometimes people don't learn until they get popped. Like, think about yourself when you was young. You was like, man, I, I know what I'm doing. But you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. even riding my bike. Oh, don't go extra fast down that hill on that bike. You're like, ah, nah, I know. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. And you bite the dust. You're like, all right, <laughs> maybe I need to, you know, slow down a little bit. Yeah. So sometimes it does take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you skip, you know. But uh, sometimes it does take uh, a little bit of that for you to step back and be like, "Hold up, maybe I am." It's sad that uh, I mean, I get what you're saying. That we all think, "Yo, you should have seen it way before that." Yeah, man. This this is years in the making. You should have seen it way before that, and I agree. But sometimes, like I said, 
people don't see it until it, it comes like grabs them by the like, you know what I mean? Like somebody had to grab him by his collar, like well, I'm gonna show you. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So a- after you was, you know, you really dug in deep on him last episode. You 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 accept his apology now? You you good with him? I need action now. You need action. I need action. Okay. I hear your apology. Okay. I'm listening. But I need to. I need to see action. I now, need to see action. Now, what would a football player be able to do as far as action in your mind? To well, well, as far as football wise, that's their business. I'm just talking about as far as community wise. Community wise, you know what I mean? Don't be part of the problem. Be part of the solution. Solution. And that's it. Mm. And we good. As they would say, we Gucci. <laughs> oh, don't do that. Ooh, <laughs> we, we good. Uh, we good. Just, now, just, just show me some. Now. Yeah. Now, uh, as far as current events, I, I know Gordon. Where, where are you from, Gordon? Go to? Originally. I know, man. You putting him a government I don't out there? No, no. Dang, man. Yo, can't hide out with Jason. <laughs> and you be like, he over there, you know, right there. Goddamn, fix that on him. <laughs> but um, I'm from I'm originally from a small town in Virginia, uh, Farnham, Virginia. Okay. But um, I'm living in Maryland right now, so. Okay, yeah. so down in our area, uh, South Jersey area, um, somebody just got put on blast, a correction officer. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Franklinville, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, they was on a peaceful protest, and they rode by, and him and a couple other people were set up with Trump 2020 signs, All Lives Matter, uh, um, what... The flag with the blue line on it, and he also had another man laying down with his knee on his neck while the protesters were riding by. And he happened to be a correction officer. And it just which one? Down. Which one? Because people are saying the one that was actually kneeling wasn't the correction officer. He's at uh, he's that at base, he's at he's at Bayside. Well, whoever. There was a correction no, officer. Asking, I didn't know because I'm, I'm not sure whether it was the one. No, it's, it's, it's the it's the guy that had the uh his his knee on the guy's neck. Okay, he's okay. the one that's the CEO. Yes. Okay. Now the one that was on the ground, he's the one that works at FedEx. Yes. Okay. okay. All right. Right. So I'm not shocked. At all. That. I'm not shocked. At all. Um, but the funny part is that some people are shocked. Uh. There's races everywhere. And how do you not understand this? Like, you got judges that think like that. You got cops that think like that. You got yes. lawyers. You got prosecutors. You got people that own companies that think just like this. Nurses, so, teachers. Yeah, so how do you feel like... How are you even shocked, for one thing? Like, where you been at? Under a rock? It, it's just, it, just, it just puzzles me because, like, how do you... These people are in control. So do you think that by him thinking like that, do you think he was a good CEO? Do you think that he did things right? Probably how can not. you be? How could he be? Right. So if, if, if you if you that triggered, I mean, we, we talked about it a little bit before we went live, but if you that triggered That is correct. Know. That's the correct D Brown. That's correct. A former co-worker, one of his former co-workers was standing on the side. One of y'all former co No, one of our former co-workers was standing there, too. Yeah. 
And and like I like I said, he instantly deactivated his Facebook because he's a coward. Really? Absolutely. Which which, which, right which one? The uh the CO. No, no, not the CO. One of the guys I used to work with B U B more. Okay. And Jay, why Jay was yeah, still there. Yeah, when I was still there. I, I know just who you talk about. Black dude, white dude. White dude. He was recording. They, they all was you know, no, no, he was standing, he was standing next to him. He was a part of that little group. Oh. Yes. Yes. Mm. Well, oh. He decided to you deactivate don't know his Facebook. You don't know who I don't. Was? I don't. I, you know I, what? I'll, I'll send you a Yeah, a we'll private. send it to you. <laughs> but I ain't surprised. No. Yeah. I ain't, I ain't surprised, man, at all. Yeah. Um. Nobody's surprised. Nope. Nobody's but, surprised. But my thing was, if you that triggered, really, to get out there and really have an opposition to it, it 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 puzzles me man it puzzles me like where's your emotions at where's this why is that bother you so much i just don't get it and i'll say just like i said before like if you know i don't care what it is somebody in complete opposition to me right mm. um people that's part of the kkk you know, skinheads, whatever. If they went and marched somewhere, I don't care. I ain't about to show up. I ain't about to be in opposition to them. I ain't about to do none of that because it don't matter to me. Do what you do. Feel how you feel. Because you feel it's a freedom of speech. Free. I mean, beyond that, even if it wasn't a such thing as freedom of speech, it's like, why am I there? What, what am I going to actually do being there outside of me uh, <clears throat> trying to agitate you, or you trying to agitate me for what? Right. We need to be there. Long as long as you ain't threatening my my family, you know my friends. I, I don't care. Think how you think, because I know that's how the world is. I can't change everybody. Period. Right. Yeah. But but what about when you have a certain thought process and you're in a position of power, and that does in the in the big game or the wide scope of things affect your family. You know what I'm saying? Like if he thinks a certain way and he's a judge or he thinks a certain way, mm -hmm. he's a manager or a policeman or, you know what I'm saying? Like if, I, I think that people have a problem with how people think because, you know, a lot of us, once we become adults and stuff, you know, we're put in a position uh, to, you know, where we're influencing other people's lives, you know, to some degree. So, True. You know, if you if you have a, a thought process that goes against my way of life and you believe that, I think that you're going to challenge not only me, but somebody I love in the long game. Oh, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, but I'm saying to, to, to that point, yeah, they're, they're always going to probably affect somebody. But do I go out there and and be in opposition to them while they marching I'm, I'm just not doing that that's just me though i can't speak for everybody that's just me yeah because i definitely saw people that was at the trump rallies rallies and uh in opposition to him but it's just like for what they those people think the way they think they there for a reason you've been there you ain't doing nothing but agitating them agitating yourself yeah. that's just but that's just my thought process but I, I will thank Trump for what he's doing. He's actually 
helping these people be discovered. <laughs> uh, they they they're open. They're they're courageous now. They feel as though they could just say whatever they want, just like him, and there's no repercussions. But they're finding what, out there is repercussions. Yeah. What's the what's that saying that's going around? Um, not all not all racists are Trump supporters. No. Yep. <laughs> All people that support Trump are not racist, but right. all races support Trump. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's true. Because if, 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 if something's going like, 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 for example, like, for example, today where we got that, you know, the guy, the, 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 the CEO today, right? Right. He has his Trump flag up. He got his USA flag up and he's demonstrating a hate crime on a black man right you know what i'm saying anytime there's something something that's against uh people of color and you and you have some not all but some people that are white then they are trump supporters they always got that trump flag flying for some odd reason and then they got the the confederate flag flying with it too for some odd reason yeah, I, I, there, there's got to be some correlations there somewhere. Of course, there's a correlation. Of course, yeah. Of course. So, you know, it's it's just a thought. No, it's it's it's, it's facts. Yeah. It's facts. You know what? What you gonna do? That, that's why in the last podcast, and I know, go to you didn't agree with me uh, when I said that I feel as though racism is always gonna be around, but that's why, just just by seeing what happened in Franklinville, New Jersey. Uh, seeing this guy do that because he's going to have kids they're going to have kids mm-hmm. they're going to have kids those yeah they might have some other family members that might not agree with them but that stuff gets passed down from generation to generation america was built on racism and violence yo <laughs> racism is as american as the flag violence. yeah i mean the only reason and i didn't disagree with you you know, just to be disagreeing with you. Right, right. I think that, you know, any flame needs oxygen to burn. You know what I mean? So, and I think that, you know, what America was built off of, we can't go off of that blueprint anymore. America doesn't run off of the same blueprint that it once did. That's why there's so much friction because we are segregated, because we are merged together. We are a melting pot. You know, we do have multiple. Supposed to be. Definitely. Yeah, we have so many, you know, varieties of, you know, biracial, triracial people in the country. So, you know, and because we're, you know, working together, it racism just the oxygen is fading and, you know, that flame is going to go out. But I think the one thing that we can hold on to that the one thing that I think racism did do is cause a divide of people. And I think that rather than it being a color thing because that's not that's no longer going to hold up it doesn't have merit anymore i think it's going to be an intellectual thing of what can you do what do you know because you know just like the saying was back in the day if you want to hide something from a black man put it in the book that type of thing Mm. you know now we're seeing like ceos like jeff bezos elon musk and stuff like that they're saying we don't even care if you have a degree we don't care if you have a diploma if you know how to do what i need you to do you know, for to help my company flourish, that's all that matters. So 
you know, I think, you know, and I'm not saying that it's going to happen overnight or in the next 50 years, but I'm saying eventually because of how society is growing, especially after the technological boom, I think that it's going to be more so built off of uh, intellect and, you know, what people are able to do from that aspect as opposed to uh, the color of their skin. Because we already see, like, you know, um, where you go to the store, like, it used to be a bunch of cashiers and stuff like that. Now we got, you know, you check your own self out and stuff like that, machines and building, you know, things like that, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. I feel you. Definitely. Mm. Yeah. Oh, man. I wanted to ask y'all a question, though. Uh-oh. What what did y'all not 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 of course <laughs> <laughs> what do what do y'all feel about um people bringing their kids and stuff to like these protests? Like, you know, for me, and I just start with like my particular perspective because like I said, I have a one-year-old now, you know, and a lot of people there are saying that they want their kids to be part of the movement, you know, to be part of the experience. But right. at the same time, you're hearing a lot of people, kids getting tear gas, shot with rubber bullets and stuff like that. And at the end of the day, I'm wondering, like, if it's something that they necess- they they probably probably won't remember because they're not attentive enough to really absorb it. You know, is it worth putting them in that kind of danger? Well, before uh, you you went to one of the recent protests. Or- I was about to say it depends on the age. It depends on what's going on. Uh, I'm not the type of parent that'll make my kids go somewhere, and pretty much all of them are old enough. Um, to make decisions. I have one that that's, uh, you might as well say he's 11. That's my youngest. Um, his decision-making maybe is a little different on things like that, but everybody else after that, they know what's going on, you know? Um, so I asked them, you know, I went to three different ones and, uh, my son went to one of them with me. Um, uh, that was the one in Bridgeton, New Jersey. And, uh, he enjoyed it. He said he liked what was going on, uh, what we did. Uh, he understands what's going on. Um, so I think it's really up to each parent. That's that's one of those things that's how do you raise your child type of thing. Everybody raised their children differently. Do you beat them? Do you not beat them? Do you punish them? Do you not punish them? Do you give them, you know, do you spoil them, not spoil them? That's a, that's a mixed bag children could still turn out perfectly fine with many different results. It's just upon, you know, what you think might be the right decision. I always inform my kids of what I think, of uh, what I think the truth might be, what I think is right and wrong, my morals, and then I let them make the decision themselves. So I took him with me. It was peaceful. There was nothing going on. Um, I wouldn't definitely, I would, I wouldn't willingly put my children in harm's way. So if it ever came to that, I say, oh, you know what? This is getting out of hand. We, we out. So I know you said you would never put them in harm's way. But what if something did happen drastic out there? How, how do you think that would affect him or affect you be, being that he was out there? Um, I mean, I'm difficult as far as how how would it affect me, right? I'd I'd really say, um, like like again, my first thought would be to pull him. Like, all right, it's one thing my safety; it's another thing my kid's safety. That's what I'm here for. That's that's one of my 
crowning things as a father, as a man in this world is to protect my family, right? So if I'm not doing that, what am I doing? So if things turn violent, stuff like that, I'm not staying simply to prove a point. I'm going to get him out of there and we're going to prove a point a different way. We're going to find a different way. You know, that's that's me. How would it define him? Like, I'm pretty sure that would change his, you know, that would that would have some significant impact on his mind. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that it would, you know, just like me, you know, growing up in Baltimore and the things that I saw. You know, yeah. things my my interacting, my interactions with police growing up, stuff like that. So all of that plays a part in how he feels and, and how he's gonna think going forward. You know, so you know, I can't really answer how he would feel depending on what happened, but I'm pretty sure it would have a lasting effect right, right. on his life. Oh yeah, definitely. Just like anything else. It's gonna have an effect on him. Like if he got hit with like a rubber bullet in the shoulder or something like that, would you have regrets about it, or would you be like, okay, we learned something today? Um, no, I wouldn't have regrets because I know for a fact that uh, I raised my son to be to be a person in this community that would uplift the community, right? That's the type of man that I'm raising. So I understand that if he got hit with a rubber bullet, that it wouldn't be because of something that he did wrong. It would be because of something they did wrong. So I wouldn't regret that. I would, that would just be a lesson to him of how the world is towards people that look like him mm. and towards people, period. Right. And I explained that to him and Good luck for anybody that does something like that to my child. And I'm not, that ain't no threats or nothing like that. That ain't about me because I ain't about physicality or doing nothing like that. But good luck because my mom, <laughs> my mom is serious. She's a Black Panther and she ain't got no give up in her at all. On top of me, obviously, I would be in there giving, you know, the police chief or whatever a talk. But, you know, thank, thankfully, we're not on that. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And I'm never on that. You know what I mean? Like, when I was out there, I brought waters and everything, offered them to the police that was out there, offered yeah. them to everybody free that was out there, talked to, talk to a couple police that were out there. You know what I mean? Because I don't, I don't hate people. I don't preach hate, period, through anything. You won't see no hate come up out of me. I love all people. You know what I mean? That's what I'm about. I'm about spreading love. Period. So, so go and to, my son would, is like that too. Go to, would you Would you take your kid? I know you just had a baby. Uh, would you take your kid out there? Mm, nah. I mean, I haven't even taken my kid to the store since the coronavirus stuff. Like, you know, because he's so young and you know, the risk reward. And my wife, she's in the medical field, so she has all these like Stories. worries and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So not nah, I mean, but for like a protest, I probably wouldn't. Uh especially at this age because he's not cognitive or attentive enough to really absorb it, know what he's looking at. You know, he would just be more so my trophy there with me. So I could say, Oh, my son was here with me. You know what I'm saying? But it wouldn't and I would have to tell him. Oh yeah, once upon a time you went there, you know, this, that, and the other. 
And I just think, you know, it's too many variables to where things can get chaotic for no reason out the blue. At such a young age, I just wouldn't want to put him in at, at that risk. The risk and the reward is not worth I, I don't feel it's enough for me to really put him in that kind of situation. Right. Yeah. How about you, Detroit? Would you uh, take your kids out there to a protest? I mean, yeah, my kids are teenagers, so. Yeah. I mean, my youngest is 14. So, yeah. I, I Absolutely, I want them to experience the change because I want them to be part of the change. Yeah. So, I want you to get engulfed in every bit of it. Right. And have your voice heard and be part of it. Now, if my kid is six, seven years old, I got some reservations on it. Yeah. And I might. I'm going to hold them back. But teenager, yeah, you come along. But it's up to you. It's your choice. If you want to come, let's go. If not, hang back, you know. But I want you to be effective in some other way. You know what I mean? I mean? But if you, if you start running, too, your teenagers can keep up with you. You know what I mean? No, I mean, I might pull a hammy, but you know, <laughs> bro, it happens. I'm telling you. Uh, hey, when you turn certain, certain days, I mean, yeah. you might bust a hammy just getting out of bed. You know, you know what happens, man. <laughs> so, how do y'all feel? How do y'all feel about all these companies stepping up now? You know, and uh, it's about time. It's about time. About time. It's about time. As much as as much money as they made off black culture. About time. Well, Michael Jordan. About time, homie. Well, about yeah, time, homie. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I think they are billionaire, homie. About time. Yeah, I, and I think social media has kind of changed that too. Because you remember before social media, like Michael Jordan, he ain't had nothing to say. Nothing. But like now, with social media and social media kind of, you know, being the gasoline to how everything is moving, and you got you know athletes like LeBron. I mean, so many other artists and athletes and entertainers. You know, speaking on things and, you know, they kind of dismissing brands saying, I don't need your endorsement. You know, I think and, you know, they say that like the black community is like liquid money, you know. So it, all the money that's building these organizations is leaving them, you know, and no longer. Oh, you no longer it like when they tried to what was it, Gucci? They was like, I don't know how successful we were was at boycotting Gucci, but I'm just saying, no, no. like, you know, when the message is put out there, we no longer rocking with them. We've seen brands disappear because of that. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. What was Cristal disappeared, didn't it? Yeah, because Jay Z said it was racist, and he made his Ace of Spades, and Cristal, you don't hear nobody talking about it. Nah, anymore. everybody stopped drinking it. Yeah, all it takes, all it takes is that salute from one of the senior generals that we respect. Be like, hey, this is what it is now. And they know that. And like I said, social media is kind of the driving force of everything. So, you know, that's why everybody's jumping on now because they, they try to hold on to their pockets. Right. Absolutely. Right. I mean, everybody's doing it. Everybody. Uh, <laughs> even even music, even the music industry, everybody's jumping on it. Right. So, um, Nicole Camp says social media is a big influencer. Watch what you say and put your money where your mouth is. That's absolutely. X. 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 Absolutely. Hey, and that's the gospel in everybody's Bible right now. Yeah. And everybody's yeah. checkbook, that's the gospel. You see what you see what uh what's the uh not Justin Timberlake, uh oh my god. Uh, Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. And he was all he was right. Yo, I, <laughs> he was I, right. You gotta give him respect for what he did. He was yo. right. What do you do? He put out there that he, he basically made all his money off of black culture. 
and he said he gonna start fighting for, you know, the cause. You know, he basically mm -hmm. put it out there. Like yeah. everything he got was from black culture. Yep. You know. Yeah. Did you see what uh, what uh, Serena's husband did? No. Yeah, he stepped uh -huh. down. Yeah, he's the co-founder of Reddit. Yeah, he stepped down from the board and said that you know he said that I would like a black uh, person to replace me. Really? Yep. Yeah. I mean, he has a black child. So what's he going to say to his black child if he doesn't? You know what I'm saying? You see, but but show, show, being part of the solution rather than part of the problem. How how so deep you want to go with that? How his thing, his, go, yeah, go his down thing the rabbit was, hole. Go down the rabbit hole. Go yeah, his, his, <laughs> his, thing was, his thing was his thing was look, there's not enough black CEOs, not enough black execs in, in important positions. So I'll retire and I'm asking you guys to hire someone that is black in that position. So he's at least doing his part. Of course he probably crept some shares so he gets some money on it, of course. But of course, yeah. at least he's trying to do his part. I can't fault the man for trying to do his part. Nah. So. But I mean, was was Reddit like a a racist company or something or like? No, nah, it's just it's just no, nah, it's just a board or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I just found out that Lowe's CEO is a black man. Never knew that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. And we got to be careful what we do too, because sometimes we, yeah. we 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 gotta um a lot of times things come out right the the cancel culture um as far as things and who people support and stuff like that. So a lot of that has been coming out lately, like Home Depot, Wendy's, whatever, whatever, whatever. When we do that, we gotta make sure that that's true. We right. can't just be. Jumping on the bandwagon. Jumping on and, and be like, all right, they, them two, them two, them two. We got to make sure because you could be potentially easily ending something that um that has been a support of, of, right. of the community. Yeah. You know, so be so careful of what's like, out there and, and make sure you check on it. Make sure that it's real. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I'll say about that. I agree. So, so Nicole Camp said, how do you discern who is sincere and or not you 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 learn by their actions actions yeah that's it you can't you you can't, you can't go based by what they say you gotta go based by their actions yeah that's just the bottom line but so then, you gotta sit back and wait but but then i think she's even saying even with the actions sometimes you can get to a point where it's it's they just doing it for that reason you know what i mean like well, we, we won't know until we see the action right you don't well what i'm saying is that action could be all right, just like you said with Drew Brees, right? He could just not want to look a certain way. So he's going to put in the action too, but that don't mean that's what he feels in his heart. Well, so you won't, I mean, never, you won't ever know sincerely, but yeah. what you can do your best at is figuring out where they putting their money, where they, you know, like you said, in their actions, because somebody else said something about, um, uh, figuring out where where to put our money, stuff like that, and who where not to put our money, and I was just like, that ends up being a mixed bag sometimes because you won't find a corporation that doesn't, at some point in their history, have something to do with racism. True. So what I say is, I try to do now is I try to pay attention to where that money goes now. Yep. And I was gonna say, I don't, I don't think you're going to stray too far away from what's in your heart anyway. You know what I mean? Like. 
I, I think that you're going to, you'll see, it's going to be a glitch somewhere, you know, in your actions, like if you're not genuine. I, I That's what I believe anyway. True. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you can't never tell, honestly. Let but, me ask a quick question real quick. Right. Okay. <laughs> Them damn Democrats. <laughs> so today, right? What was it? Today or yesterday, right? Um, those damn Democrats, as they're about to um, show their hand on the police reform bill. Oh, God. Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. <laughs> Wakanda. <laughs> yeah, they, Wakanda, right? Bruh. They decided to wear that Kenta cloth on them. Bruh. Oh, and take a knee. Yeah. Hey, be more. How you feel about that, homie? Um, you know what? Um, <laughs> your your what was your first like? What was your first thought when you saw that? Your first yeah, I mean, I, my first yeah, thought was like it, it is what it is. Some some people go to the extreme, but you know what? If you're trying to show something, I'm not going to those okay. people. That's gonna be like um that's gonna get on your back, like, oh no, you can't do that, you can't do this. I'm not one of those people that has a problem with any white person that's on outside, you know what I mean? I don't have a problem with that at all. Some people they give them hack, they be like, Oh, you ain't really with us, that out of that. I ain't one of those people. So while I might thought it was like a little extra, I was just like, "All right, all right, whatever." You 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 showing you showing your love in your way, but we yeah. naturally know that some people extra and some people ain't. So, <laughs> hey, know? go to hey, go to what you what was your thoughts, man? Man, I mean, like I said, uh, when I saw it, I I just thought of Takanda, like take Takanda, but uh, because <laughs> I just feel like it's not genuine, man, and like I feel like the Democrats. Well, not the Democrats in general, but I just feel like a lot of white people in position, you know, they try to pander black people. Like, you know, when Hillary was on the Breakfast Club last year, she was talking about she got hot sauce in her bag and stuff like that. And I'm just mm -hmm. like, Ugh. you know, I, it, I just feel like it's not genuine. And like, why can't you just have a serious conversation without being all extra? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just feel like they're just over the top with it for no reason. Yeah. Like you'll never see them in that again. Like if we exactly. never have a black thing that needs to be addressed, you'll never see them dressed like that again. Yep. And then yeah. they took a knee. <laughs> yeah. Like. Yeah, it was bro, like what? For <laughs> photo, for photo though. Jay, Lee, Jay what you got on that, man? <laughs> what, you, what you got on that, man? Well, uh, when I saw it, I just laughed Thanks. at first. I laughed. I thought it was funny, but. I give him an A for effort. No. That's all I can do is give him an A for effort. You know? no. I'll give him a D plus. <laughs> you know? D plus. They failed the class. Come on, though. Like, <laughs> I'm trying. They no. trying. Yeah. And that's what I said. I don't need you in the I don't need you in the cloth. I need policies, man. Yeah. Just go in there, just go in there to say what you want to say and present your bill. I don't need you in the, I don't need you clothed up. I don't okay. need you bending. I don't need you to bend in the knee. I Yo. need you in there with policies, man. That's Absolutely. what I need from y'all. Don't pander to me. I don't need to be pandered to. I don't exactly. need your apologies. Just put the bill in. Do the work. That's all. And, I have. 
And then in addition to that, like you see the policeman, oh, let me go play basketball with some of these black kids. Or let's take a picture. Oh, let's do the electric slide together. I'm like, bruh, this is too much. Like, stop it. Like, go home, regroup. Like, try again tomorrow. I'm not really against that neither. Yeah, don't you think that's positive? No. No, you, you haven't done it before. Why do it now? Exactly. If no, you no, no. Before, why, and you're not going to do it after this over with. We nah, have, I don't you know. About that. That. That's don't. your thought process, but that's not yeah, actually but, true. But we can, but we can have that thought process, though. We can have that you process. Can. You can. Show because. me the receipts. Show me the receipts. Because I, I'm going to be honest. In my neighborhood, I can't speak for everybody else, but in my neighborhood, I have seen cops stop throughout the years and play basketball with the kids. I've okay. seen them do that. Unwanted outside of any of what's going on that was that was before any of this. Are they from your neighborhood? I've never seen it done are, before. Are they from my neighborhood? Like I'm saying, are they in the local area? Like where that's a common thing to do? Like y'all got rugby park or something like that? Like, No, it wasn't in a park, it was on the street. It was um, literally on, on a residential street, not in the park. They just came out, got out their car, Play basketball, but that's the th- but that's the thing. What you said though, you said they nor- those cops normally do that in your area. Okay, these cops that we're seeing, they that's not common for them to do. Like you know, but you don't if- know that. Do you know that for a fact? Man, you can look at the kids. Kids like, oh wow, what you doing here? Like, oh, <laughs> nah, hands up. Like, you don't know that. We can't. We see. We we gotta be. I'm I'm very technical, so this this is why I think this way. We got to be exact in that. I know that's how you feel, but we got to actually figure out what's real. You know what I mean? Like, is that a fact? And if it's not a fact, we can't put that on them. You know what I mean? Because maybe they did do that before. All right. Well, if they did do that before, why was it never a photo op before? Like, why is it, why is it the first time we're just seeing it go viral with, you know, with the photography and the videos and all that stuff? It might also be because of the times. So they did it before, and it was video before. But guess what? It didn't go. It didn't go viral because it wasn't as a, it wasn't as big a thing at that time. So we don't know that unless you know that for a fact. Unless you research to say, hey, this ain't here. We can't prescribe that to them. I know that's how you feel. I, I, I get you. You know what I mean? That could be a hundred percent true. But we would want that same. We would want that same thing when it when they start talking about us. Like oh, black people don't do that. that, that. We were right, that so same. That you think same. Hillary got hot sauce in her bag today. Like no, she not see, that. that's a completely different issue. That was that was extra. I thought that was extra. Me she too, D Brown. Me too, especially, homie. Especially when you talk about um, all the policies and stuff that her husband put in place, and where it put the black community at that time. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> That's that's when Beyonce was hot. She heard that Beyonce said, "I keep hot sauce in my bag." Swag. Oh, so she thought, I'm going to say that now because I know that's what they like. Right. I don't know. I just think it's all. Yeah. Legit. All right. So let me ask a question. Uh, let me ask Jay Lee. So inside that bill was a bill to defund the police department and other police reforms. How you feel about defunding the police department? Uh, basically, allocating that money to other departments within the community, social services, mental health. Um, how you feel about that? Um, I don't know. You think how it's a good idea? 
I, I still don't understand what defunding is. Can you can you explain? What, what I think I think they want to take some of the, let's say, let's say you're allocating a million dollars a year towards the police department. Uh-huh. Maybe you want to allocate now five hundred grand, and take the rest of those resources and, t- and put it into mental health, yeah. put it into social services. So when these guys are getting these phone calls, let's say a mental health patient, they don't really know how to handle a mental health patient. Right. So why not have that person with them to handle that? You know what I'm saying? Handle that is situation, but Honestly, be a standby just in case it gets unlawful. I put it like this. Honestly, I feel as though that that is a good thing. I literally just saw a, a video the other day that just happened. What last week or this week? It was this um, week. I know you know what you're talking about. The guy had mental health issues, um, so he was, he was walking either, around. It was either that or he was on that wet one yeah, or the other. One or the other, yeah. but he wasn't aggressive. <laughs> Yeah, but he was just walking around in circles, walking around in circles in the street, and the one officer was trying to get him to calm down, and he was talking to him, but the guy, you know, was still a little bit out of whack, and then all of a sudden, another officer comes in and stuns him, drops him to the ground. The next thing, they all hop on him and just start beating him down and tying him up and stuff like that. That was a guy that had issues, mental issues, but he wasn't aggressive. He wasn't being a threat to the police. Yeah. Uh, this just actually, happened. That, that, actually, that cop just got suspended. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that defunding them and using it towards other things to help them understand would be a great thing. But yeah. I think that's part of being a human. You have to. I mean, but you so, gotta remember, these guys are not getting certain trainings. I mean, look, they only get trained for six months. You should need training to be a so, human being. Being exactly. That's I, what I, I get it. No, I, for I, that. I totally get it. I totally get it. That's what's killing just, me about that. I'm just saying, a lot of these guys don't understand what they're saying and how to react to what they're saying. Because they just never been trained that way. They've never experienced something like that. So they don't know how to react in that situation. Okay. The guy was totally wrong. I'm glad. I'm hope he loses. I hope he gets, I hope he gets some prison time for that. Because that was straight assault. But it was, it was, but, but, but I, these guys get six months of tr- six months of police training. Most of it's in the book stuff. They don't do, they're not doing one-on-ones. This is a crazy guy here. And there's a, there's a person with mental health issue here. There's a homeless guy here. They're not getting that type of training in their six months of training. Um, that's why we need them to allocate some of that money somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Right. So we can have those people out there for those for those for those certain calls. Yeah. Um unless we allow these police officers to be in training for another six months, like a year of training prior to you becoming a cop, now they're getting that certain training where they can handle uh mental health issues, they can handle homeless calls, they can handle those type of calls, um, where we won't have possibly a guy acting that, that cop acting the way he did, where that guy was a mental health guy, and he's coming there with a stun gun. Come on, dude! Like, right. what are we doing here? Right. So, more training. I think. I think a longer. Those guys need to be training for a longer time. Six months is just. Harry, six months and all of a sudden, training. You're, training you're, getting a, you're getting a gun. You're getting a gun. You're getting a baton. You're getting these things that could possibly hurt, kill, or injure someone within six months. What are we doing here? I don't where where I could go to a barber school, right? I got to be like a year and a half at barber school. Exactly. Like, what's the correlation? Like, there's a big difference there. 
there's a life or I'm shaving somebody's head. I got to be in school longer to shave somebody's head. Right. Those dudes got to be in school a little bit longer, man. And the only thing that I'll add to that in regards to the defunding, like, you know, a lot of people, they're like, you know, defunding, then they'll make, you know, where crime will rise up and all that stuff. Anyway, I think that, you know, with the defunding, I think they should do it like they do with like universities. Like if you are an accredited university, you know, you get funding. If you lose your accreditation, they take funding. You know what I mean? And so then, you know, because everything is based on the performance of the student. So with the officers, if you base everything on the performance, overall performance of the officers and they're an accredited uh, station, police station or department or whatever like that, you know, then you can continue funding and X, Y, Z. But if they have like a lot of knocks on their records, like some of these cops, they be saying they had like 20 cases of, uh, you know, where they had uh, issues with minorities and, you know, aggressive or assaulting people and stuff like or rape. And, you know, we don't hear about it until they do something damaging, like kill somebody. But I think yeah. if you if you have it where you're accrediting uh, police departments, you know, each year into where, you know, they're accredited or not accredited. And then you can, you know, kind of allocate their funding like that. Right. I mean, most companies are run that way, too. Right. I mean, where we work is pretty much that way. So, um, yeah, I feel you on that. Def- Simulator, D. Brown, I feel you on that, too. A lot more simulator training. Why not? There's a lot more, you know, they get more experience of being in that situation where they could, you know, get just, used to something like that. I just don't understand how people just can't use common sense and be well, well, that is their common sense to them. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like like it. you gotta think about it, right? You gotta think about it. We all grew up and had to go through high school and graduate high school, and you know that there's different people, right? Um some people that have to assert themselves and really think that they got to be uh, somebody for you to look up to or they the big guy or whatever, stuff like that. So in society, whatever group that you fall into, that's still going to be a part of that. So I think a lot of times, like if you look at it, um, certain type of people um, end up in the same job scope. So I think, the type of people that you have in that job scope are people that really want to have some type of authority. Um, and they really believe that it's us against them mentality. And I have to save America or whatever my township, my jurisdiction from these type of people. You know what I mean? Uh, what what? Just in the incident, I don't know about it, but just in listening to the incident that you're talking about, I'm like, why would another officer, if he, if the guy's not being aggressive, why in the world would he ever go to him and just straight up shoot him with a stun gun? What was the purpose? What is going through your mind? Yeah, that was my crazy. Only, my only thought is, he wasn't listening. And you didn't like the fact that he wasn't listening. So you took the next step. Regardless of who he was, whatever, you were pursuing him in some shape, form, or fashion, and he wasn't listening. So this is what I'm going to do to you. I'm going to exact some type of punishment on you because you're not listening to me when I tell you to listen to me. But it's the crazy part. They were just trying to get him into an ambulance. They weren't even trying to arrest him. 
They were just wanting him to go into an ambulance and get help. And then it turned into something more. Something way worse. Yeah. And the responding <laughs> officer was doing well at keeping it calm. Yeah, he was calm. The, 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 yeah. the, that, the first officer was awesome. Like, he yeah. knew how to handle the situation. It was this this other guy that mm-hmm. came up. And I don't know. But you see what I'm saying, though? Like, what in your mindset? Where's your mind? And that's what I like to think about. I'm always trying to figure out what's going on, not just be like, yo, that was wrong. No, what were you actually thinking that brought you to do something like that? What you know what I mean? Like I watched the video of police officers um, flattening tires in a parking lot of protesters. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. yeah. In Missouri, um, what? For the protest, they had a series of cars that were sitting, I believe, in a Kmart parking lot, and they flattened every single car in that parking lot tires all four and i won all four tires of every car and the reporter said that he went back and was like hey my car is in this parking lot and the police were like all right we just want to make sure we show you credentials he did all of that right they still flattened all four tires supposedly of the car and he said that the reporter reports that the police officer like smirked and smiled about it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what mentality do you have to do something like that? Where's your mind that whereas though you're in such opposition of somebody that you're just like, I'm a police officer. I'm, you know, I have the right, I'm just going to stab all four tires of a car because you're protesting something that you're actually able to do legally but do you think that they could be listening to orders above them so you know they're more so on the puppet strings of somebody else almost definitely but guess what everybody is under some puppet strings at some point at at what point do you decide upon yourself look at where look at where these officers are now that are that have their lives on the line because they decided to uphold a system that they wanted to be a part of at what point do you decide upon yourself that, yo, this is wrong, I'm not a part yeah. of this? Yeah. Now, yeah. I'm not saying everybody has that goal to do that, but um, I really don't think it was that when it comes to the ties. Because um, supposedly their publicist put out that um, it was for safety because cars and something else have been used against uh, police and the protesters' crowd. So supposedly it was done to for the safety of the protesters and i'm like that don't make sense the cars are sitting in a parking lot like you did it because you're in opposition of the people that are protesting and you wanted to inconvenience them in some way shape or form and it's just like wow to to me to me that just says a lot so do you guys think it's time for police departments to follow this is what i've been hearing and it's a it's a great idea for police departments to follow behind what Camden City did seven years ago. What they do? Camden City uh, Police Department disbanded their whole police department, and it became a county police department. So it became Cape May County, uh, excuse me, Camden County Police Department. So what they did, it disbanded. They got rid of everyone, right? 
and they made those guys reapply for their job. Mm. So by reapplying for their job, now they got to look at those guys' records, those guys' behaviors, anything they had in the past, it all came up. Now, if you are a bad cop, you weren't hired. If you were a good cop, you were rehired. And then after that, they started more community policing where guys were walking the beat. Instead of being in cars, they're walking the beat, learning their community, learning the people that live in those communities. Um, so what I'm asking is, should police departments start disbanding certain areas and then rehire to get a better crop of police officers? Because yeah. Camden, if you think about it, Camden is no longer one of the top violent cities in the country like it was before. Mm-hmm. That those numbers, their numbers have come down drastically in the past seven years. Um, so it is is that a model that some of these police departments should follow? What do you so. guys think? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I, get rid of the bad apples. Because that's start, a way to get fresh. rid of those bad apples. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Start fresh. Yeah. Because if you look at some of these officers that have been in trouble, they have a track record, and it's not a good track record. They got a lot of complaints against people. So I feel like, yeah, start fresh. Yeah. Make them work for their job. Make them I earn think, that trust. And I also think that they should have it where, you know, because if police officers are public servants, you know, they should have it where, you know, like we go to people's Facebook page and you can read up on them and everything like that. They should have it where we could publicly look up each officer in the county, see what, you know, what kind of situations they've been in. You know what things were negative what things were positive you know almost like uh uh yelp review almost of the police officer you know i think yeah report card of the police officer i think they should have something like that if they public servants why is everything so hidden why are we not finding out about stuff until you know we get to this yeah 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 sure it's a good idea i don't know if that's the absolute right way but it's a good idea yeah. I mean, right now it's been it's been work for for Camden County for the past like like I said for the past seven years their their crime rate their violent crime rate has been drastically coming down. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have uh, a lot of murders, like I said. So it seems to be working for them. Uh, so why not try? Why not try that? You know what I mean? Why not try to get rid of those bad apples? Those guys that have a, a terrible track record. Uh, why not try to get rid of those people? And this seems like it'd be a good way to do that. Yeah, so. yeah that's true. Only, only thing I would say is uh, I would definitely, by all means, love to get rid of anybody that's a bad apple to have that type of attitude, that type of uh, displacement towards people. Um, but my only thing would be like for the good officers and making them go through all of that. I kind of feel like maybe you can do that without having them rehired for that job. Well, I mean, if you're if you're a good officer, you should have to worry about it, right? You shouldn't have to worry about it. That's true, but I'm just saying, like, because we we kind of had to do that with our job, right? We had exactly. to get rehired. Yep. You know what I mean? I was like, that's kind of has like I, I, I'm I'm not a bad employee. It yep. was extra stuff, but I didn't know if there was possibly a way to do the same exact thing you're saying, but without uh, making them reapply. Like, all right. all right, I already see where all your, you're like, you have these type of complaints. Is it warranted? Is it not warranted? Because every complaint ain't warranted. Yeah. Look at that. Pay attention to it and just let them go from there. 
You know, you should be able to do that. Like, all right, this this not the job for you. I think, I think, um, anybody like state, uh, local law enforcement, whatever. I believe they should have the power to do that. And I understand that they have uh, a police union and stuff like that. Um, and I'm not really against them having a union, but if I also feel like if higher ups feel as though you shouldn't be hired and they really have an explanation as to why, not just like, I don't like you, I'm getting rid of you. Like, this is why you can't police because of this, 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 you show aggression, aggression, like have a, have a system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I agree, man. I'm with it. I agree. You're let me good. ask one more thing before I think we're about to get off, but let me ask one more thing. Um, you're about to make us cry again, right? No, no. Okay, all right, just make sure. No, all right, go no. ahead. Actually, I think I, actually, we we had we had the service today. Really? It was a beautiful service. That's what's up. Um, you know, we sent her home today, and uh, it was beautiful, man. Nice little right. ceremony. It was good. It was good. It was good. It was good for the soul to see certain people, but um, they do. They do. I hear you, Nicole. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. Um. Be more kind of was hitting on this last time we spoke. He was hitting on uh, young black athletes going to back to uh, HBCUs. Mm-hmm. That's been the talking point for the past couple, I guess, past couple days. I, I've talked about to my friends for the past two years uh, about um, elite black athletes going to these HBCUs, especially basketball. Uh, because if you're a one and doneer, I mean, what's the matter? You're one and done. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's let's start pumping some money into these. Um, some people say is struggling HBCUs. Yeah. Uh, so why not help it out and pump some money into these HBCUs rather than the predominantly white institutions? Um, so how you guys feel about that, I Jay? Feel- I feel as though it would be awesome. It would be awesome because I feel like it'd have been good to have. Uh, I mean, uh, Zion at uh at Howard. You know, what I'm saying yeah. why not? Yeah, I mean because these schools don't get the funds that they need right. to survive, right. and a lot of these these upper echelon schools get these athletes and they make money off of them. Mm-hmm. They, but they don't really care about the athlete. They care about making money off of the athlete. Yeah. So I feel as though, I mean, why not take your skills to a, a black college and bring them some money as well, you know, and also learn about yourself. It's funny, too, that you say that you talk about this because I asked my daughter about, you know, you know, how would she feel about going to a black college? And um, she was like, there's too many black people. <laughs> That's what she told me. <laughs> That's what she told me. But my daughter's used to going to like mixed schools and um but i understand why she felt that way she she rather have a, a, the best of both worlds but i was just trying to get her to understand that a lot of these colleges uh they teach you about yourself they teach you about your heritage where you're not going to get that from other colleges so it would be nice for somebody to go to that college and bring these other athletes there and i mean it has some awesome teams there too yeah, because you you figure the scouts ain't really going to these black colleges like that. No, because once upon a time, 
Oh, this is before segregation. These black institutions were striving, you know, they was thriving like crazy. Yeah. And these guys were going from the Gramblings and the Southerns and going right to the league. They were getting scouted. Yeah. But once once they started the desegregation, these schools started going to these Alabama homes and, and South Carolina homes. And now they now Penn State's pulling these kids. Now uh USC are pulling these kids and they're pulling those kids from those possible uh black institutions because they saw where the money was gonna be, you know what I mean, to have these type of athletes. Um, I just wish, I wish a lot of our top athletes would just, you know, not all of them. You don't have all, we don't need to have all of them go there if you don't want to go there, but at least have some of them go there to help these institutions because oh, now it takes us one. It only takes one because now these guys, some of these, some of these institutions are asking the government to kind of bail them out because they don't have the type of money to sustain. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if we get these athletes in there, now they can get those that TV money. Now they can get the NCAA money. And it's not all going to the Dukes and North Carolinas of the world. You know what I mean? Now, now the Norfolk, you know, Norfolk states and the and the South Carolina states could get some of that pie. Now, now I saw this and I, I was actually kind of shocked by this. It said some of the most successful black people out there have gone to black colleges. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the most successful yeah. black people yeah. have gone to black colleges. Yeah. Right? There's a reason for that. Why you feel as a be more how you why you feel is a reason for that? Um because with anything, right? Um when you're taught even from a baby up until you know adolescence throughout your life, you're generally taught about your story, right? Be it your family and you have pride in your your family, your family name. Um, You end up having pride for uh, anything, the school you went to, anything that you're attached to, um, the state that you live in, uh, the team you played for, all of that is all about pride, right? So naturally, when you get somebody that's getting some type of pride from – their skin color, when naturally throughout the world, you're not really getting that, it gives you a certain type of confidence that you might not have going to another school. Not saying that you can't or or won't have that confidence at another school, but it definitely gives you something different. It's a reason why I feel as though that's that. Now, speaking as far as sports, not only do I think it's a great thing if if, uh, black athletes would go to um, black, uh, you know, historically black colleges, I think it's essential. I think it's essential. And the reason why I think it's essential is because of what I talked about um, further, you know, uh, what I just said. But also, there was a time when we couldn't touch another campus. There was a time when the only reason they started accepting us is because they started realizing that if they didn't jump on that bandwagon, they wouldn't be in a position to compete. And I'm not saying everybody has to go to HBCU, but I'm saying it's essential because you'll always have a home. That's like, that's like, um, you going out into the world from your house, 
but you fall on bad times. When you fall on those bad times, you always know you can come home. But if you don't have no home, what you gonna do? So I feel like it's right. essential for people uh, of our color to continue to patronage um, HBCUs and make sure that money is, is, is going through there and make sure that they're surviving because when they don't survive, then all of a sudden, you ain't got nowhere to go. Oh, oh, now there's no HBCUs. Think about that. Now you have to go to one of these schools. Oh, but now guess what? It's their choice. Now they can be like, oh, well, we're going to start implementing these rules, these rules, these rules. And now you're stuck because there ain't no HBCUs left. Right. You get what I'm saying? Right. So I think it's essential. That's me personally. Okay. Okay. Wow. So Nicole says to take the pressure off the kids, do or should we as black people have an obligation to donate or give back to HBCUs? Um Yo, we got we got go to. Is he still there? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he moved. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I I personally think it's for with, with any college or university. If you graduate from that college or university, you love that college or university, you should donate back if that's what you want to do. Yeah. Um, I don't think necessarily if you, I mean, if you didn't go to that university, I don't think you should feel obligated to do it. Uh, it'd be a nice gesture uh, to do so. Um, but again, uh, like we were saying, uh, we would love for our elite athletes in all sports to not all of them, just some to go through and help out these universities. Um, but again, if you didn't graduate from a university, I don't think you should feel obligated to do it, but if you want to do it, it'd be a great gesture to do it. Yeah. Um, that's just me. All right. Um, go to went to the loft. Yeah. He, I think he <laughs> yeah, owns Matrix right now. <laughs> All right. Um, we're about to close out, but I, I wanted to address something. That happened recently. Matter of fact, I think it just happened today, today or yesterday or whatever, and it, it, it really hit home. Um, I just found out that the brat is uh, she just she just came out the closet and told everybody that she's a lesbian. Oh come on, man! Now now now, <laughs> come on, man! I'm I'm a little upset because yeah. I, I I thought she was at least a bisexual. But you know, yo, you <laughs> but yo, I'm trying to figure out why she just came out the closet. Like, why she thought people was gonna be shocked? Like, yeah, like, like we all knew. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, the brat. We I mean, all I guess she felt comfortable. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. She actually just put it out there like yeah, <laughs> she, she said, "Really, so really, exactly." We yeah. go, we go from, we go from the. You got bear, bear with us. Bear with us. Bear with us. <laughs> uh, on a, a light note, we've been serious all night. But yeah. We have been. Uh, and we're usually not as serious. We're, we're light. We're, we're always real, but we're more light. Yeah. You know, on another positive note, I'd like to give a shout out to my boy Jay Lee on his new house. Congratulations, homie. Thank you, sir. I called him the other day. He was on a ladder painting. Yo, I was painting today. Yeah, Yo. See, this is the problem when you can do a lot. This no, this is the problem when you buy a house. Now you got to do <laughs> But but the, the problem is my wife think I could do everything. She's like, oh, 
you could do this. Oh, could you build us another part of the house? You know, it's just like <laughs> it's not normal. It's nothing yeah. normal. It's always something real extra. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, we're happy with it. We're yeah. happy with it. That's what's up. Yeah, man, absolutely. We'll be through one day. You know what I mean? Oh, Check yeah, it out. Yeah. Definitely. We're gonna you know take I mean? out that them nice stereos you got back there. Yeah, yeah, fire up the them? grill, you know. You see them? <laughs> yep, nice little spot right so there. With y'all right, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I do want to say this real quick, another serious thing. Shout out to uh LSU football coaching staff. They took all their players to get registered to vote. Okay. Uh to make a difference. Shout out to LSU. Um they're trying to make a difference, man. Okay. I appreciate y'all. Appreciate it. You know what this though? Something else I wanted to shout out. Um uh we got go to twice. Yo, go to going <laughs> gotta come in twice on them. Yeah, I had to can y'all hear me? Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we got you. Uh, I, okay. I, I do yeah. wanna... my, my bad, man. My, my computer was dying. I had to oh. run up to the loft. Oh, and, uh, oh I had to, to run to up the to the loft. To the loft. <laughs> this guy, <laughs> yo. To the loft. <laughs> so, this guy. So I, I had to run up to the loft, you know, for the, get my stuff He still together, got his Black Lives Matter screen on. Right, so. But it's all good. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, sorry for the... Sorry for the maintenance and technical issues. Uh, you definitely all good, appreciate homie. Definitely oh, appreciate y'all having me on today, man. Um, yep. And, uh, you know, just before we go, you know, I did want to say one thing about the HBCU thing. Um, uh-huh. I wanted to say that, you know, I, I, I think it's time, you know, well, I think it's a good time that um, everybody's starting to come back home because, you know, I think everybody, you know, once upon a time, they was going for the money, going for the opportunities and things like that. But, you know, they didn't realize that they were the actual treasure that everybody had been looking for. Exactly. You know, so once you once you go back to the HBCUs, you know, I think, you know, instead of you dumping out everything, you know, till we get exhausted, you'll be refilled, you know, by your culture, by your heritage, by who you are, what you are, what you're about, what you can do. And you'll have people that are rooting for you genuinely not using you. You know, so I think, you know, that's that's the big thing. Um, if we start having athletes go to HBCUs. You know, HBUs, HBCUs are not going to have to ask anybody for a dime. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep, absolutely. It's That's a true. different type of love, man. That's true. Different type of love. Different type of love, man. You know, I wanted to give a shout-out, too, real quick. Um, we shouting everybody out. Shout them out. Let's go. To our, to our white brothers that's been supporting us through this. Hey, man. Appreciate y'all, man. Fight the powers that be. Because, um, yeah, Absolutely. Honestly, yeah, I definitely appreciate you, brothers, man. I enjoyed talking with y'all today. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I only say that because I know I, I, I've heard people that say that you know we could do this on our own, but the only way we can do this is united. Honestly, um, there would be no Harriet Tubman if there wasn't for people that would support her through her her sneaking people into their houses and stuff like yep. that. So we all need each other to get through this, and until we realize that and accomplish that, we're gonna have problems. So we gotta show love to everybody. That's supporting us in all of this. Yeah. Other was that the last? Was that the last words? That was the final call. It sounded like it. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. Man, that was good, man. Go, go What's to, up, man? Go, go to vet. You got the you got the high def video on right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> got the high ceilings. Dang. Got that oh, money, man. huh? Got the loft. Yeah. I want a loft. Okay. My up. next house gonna have a I'm loft. Trying to do a little bit better. Man. <laughs> I got that cake over there, man. Cake, this cake boss over there, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Colin. Yeah, one man. love, Colin. 
Yo, Jason, I can't definitely. hear you now, man. I don't you know can't hear me. You can't hear me. It's that loft. It's that loft. <laughs> yeah, it's that loft, man. You got that echo going on. I mean, you got too much space in there, man. Yeah, yeah he going to know exactly how I felt. Yeah, I couldn't hear y'all. I'm just looking. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't hear Jason. I can't hear. I can hear you, Troy. I can hear you, B more, but I can't hear right. Jason for whatever reason. It's but, all um, good. All good. He just yeah, crash anyway. Yeah, yeah. Your phone races. But go ahead. No, man. Um, I definitely, definitely appreciate you, brothers, man. I mean, is the show over? Or are we still going? Yeah, right? we out. We we, we um, out, man. We out. Hang out. Hang uh, okay. out. Hang nah, out. I definitely want to appreciate you, brothers, man. Um, smoking mirrors. Uh, I'm gonna definitely. Uh, Jason, he asked me to make y'all a logo or whatever. So um, yeah, you know, man. Gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, man. Yeah, I'm gonna work on that. Um, yeah, appreciate. Do y'all have any? Do y'all have anything that y'all looking for in particular? Nah, we'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, 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 we'll, yeah, we'll once, once we once we shut it down, stay on with us. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll okay, talk okay. off mic. Yeah. Okay. My bad. Right, everybody else. Are you good? Peace. Peace. <laughs>